now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, Monday. Let me stop and remember all that you have been, okay, so that I can start this day with some fam- something familiar, something consistent, and the one thing that is ever consistent is pushing this button and letting my thoughts throw, okay, wait a minute, Let- letting my thoughts through freely, unscripted frog in my throat. I did just jump up to brush my teeth because that whole morning thing and trying to do a podcast, it's like, uh-uh, got to do one thing. So y'all all, listen, even on days when I say I am deeply under the cover, snug in the rug in the bed, I still get up and brush my teeth because the first thoughts of the morning, you know, you just got to do a thing, Okay. All right, and I got this little twinge going on in my hand, guys. I did I did a bad thing uh, this weekend, and twice over the past week, I had sweet tea. And I cannot have sweet tea. I just can't. And so I, what is familiar today is these little twins of pain. You're like, how does that go with sweet tea, child? I am in Georgia. Okay, sweet tea is a thing, and I haven't had it. Y'all know I drink lemonade and fresh juices and things like that. And I'm not the healthiest uh, person. I'm not, I'm not, I'm right smack dab in the middle of, oh, I need something fresh. I'm not, I'm not extreme on the left or the right side of it. I I try to flow right down the middle. But I know, if anything, what I need to, what I need to to drink. And so, uh, twice I got a chance to get out of the neighborhood. Okay. We're in a pandemic. If some that sounds strange to anybody, but twice I had a chance to really get out of the neighborhood and running errands and so forth. Um, and so twice, um, I had a chance to have Captain D's. Okay. And I love Captain D's and we, we have one, we used to have uh, a fish place uh, Y'all, uh, where I live, it's 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 difficult on the norm to like go out and get some really good fish. Uh, and most of the thing you already know, I cook a lot, so mm-mm. so I had a chance to be. And I'm trying to figure out the first one I went to, but again, you know, in 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 taking care of my dad last week, I we went to the uh, doctor's office, and then we went to. Um, I'm trying to think. We went to, I was running errands for him, and I twice had Captain D's, okay? And I, I'm not, like, trying to, but I'm just, like, trying to get it through my system. So, what I'm drinking now, of course, back home and back in the house, uh, I made, I, I finished up some lemonade, but then I finally came across some cranberries. And so, I've got some cranberry juice. I made cranberry lemonade. And then I said, well, you know what? I've been having such an issue with the lemons. I said, let me see if I could just simply flow with the cranberries. And I have, I've caught some blackberries on sale. Reason why. They were on their last legs. So I had to pick through those. And I made, I made, uh, I was going to make a blackberry lemonade. And I said, well, you know what? Let me, you know what? <laughs> let me try just cranberry because I, you know, I feel like uh, growing up with my uh, grandparents having a garden, my grandmother being an avid gardener, I know that some things should cycle through seasonally, right? And I'm like, maybe I need to let the lemon go. I'm so frustrated with the lemon because with my lemons, because I'm ordering, you know, from here and there and I'm getting so much, such an inconsistency and I'm paying dearly for them. They're at a premium right now for the bags and they're coming kind of small and, you know, or if they come huge, it, it doesn't matter. It's still small lemon on the inside. So I was like, let me see if I could just flow with the cranberry. And uh, it was so funny because when my dad was over, I gave him cranberry juice. He was like, hold up. He was like. Okay, let me just stop with that for a minute. Cause he, he was like, he he was going to the bathroom too much because you know cranberry works miracles for your TMI urinary tracts, right? It goes like right through you, and uh, and brings out all kind of periods. Like I said, I'm not on extreme. I'm not trying to play any kind of nutritionist or anything like that on any of these podcasts, live stream, or anything like that. Just you know, it it's just one thing that I 
uh, I find with all the other habits that I have, this brings me back center. Okay. Um, doing a couple of things with my beverages, like, you know, one of the reasons I ended up with the lemonade, tried to the, one of the detoxes one year and, uh, we actually fell in love with it as a household beverage. And so now I am trying to cut back on the sugar and I, I had begun to cut back and then I had those two, twice I had sweet tea. And I mean, not just a small cup. I had the biggest cup that they had. And, um, because when I, when I saw the fish place, I'm like, I got to go there. I got to go there. I'm still trying to remember, um, where the first one was. I'm trying to remember where I was. That I that I got it, and why did I get it? Just for me and my dad, my dad and I. So the cranberries, um, if I didn't answer that, yeah, ended up being a nice uh, substitute for for the lemon, for the lemon. So for the season, I think I'm gonna do cranberry juice and mix. It. Like I'm gonna do a cran- oh, I can't wait. Well, I gotta see what other if I'm gonna do seasonal. I need to see what else is out there, but I can see cranberry, everything, cranberry, blackberry, cranberry, raspberry. Um, I think I saw some blueberries on, see, I might do cranberry, blueberry, because the blueberries will bring it, bring it a real nice thing. And the reason I said I, I think I could fall back on the lemon, because when I, w- I was drinking lemonade, and I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting the extra fruit, because the lemons were so inconsistent, I had slacked up on getting the other fruits that I combined with it. And uh, when I went into the store, because I hadn't gone and I had been in the store. I've been ordering most of my stuff. But when I went in the store, I got a chance to see what was actually on sale. And they had this huge display of blueberries, blackberries. Well, I haven't been ordering either because things have been kind of inconsistent with the disruption of the food chain and so forth. And, you know, um... Because I'm ordering and, you know, I'm getting on, I don't know. Um, so I think I'm going to do cranberry and I'm, I'm going to look and see what's, what's good right now. I definitely, listen, in the pandemic, you definitely be rocking with some blackberries and some blueberries. They do a thing. I'm just saying they do a thing. And I know where, where all my other shortcomings are. The one shortcoming I don't have is drinking real fruit. Uh, definitely trying to dial back the sugar, which is one of the reasons I do a combination of fruit is so I don't have to sweeten it so much. And I w- had a discussion, I posted on my timeline, you know, what's everybody using as an alternative or as a natural sweetener? And people were, were, were recommending monk fruit. And so I looked for what options I had as far as order, cause I was getting ready to order. And I think today, um, if not today, tomorrow, this week, I'll be ordering the the bulk of my groceries for the month. And I guess I need to go ahead because I'm seeing people doing the shutdown panic and buying. Uh, I'm starting to see some posts of shelves, not here in Georgia, but, you know, if anything's going on out there, Georgia will be the last to know simply because of the current leadership that we have. Um, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely grocery shopping this week. And I, and I did a major shop last month and still have a lot of that. In fact, yesterday I was going through the fridge and the freezer. Um, and one of the things before the pandemic, we weren't keeping a lot in the freezer, but now of course you have to. And so I was trying to decide what to cook yesterday and I ended up, what did I make yesterday? I did some uh, country steak, cube steak. Cube state, country state, whatever, and gravy. So we had a really good dinner last night. We had that with some uh, mashed potatoes. I did a little broccoli, which I can never eat. Get Patty Betty to eat. I I do the broccoli. Patty Betty went for the mashed potatoes, and um, we had um, and I made some gravy, of course. So that's why we did the mashed potatoes. I actually had some fresh corn in there that I didn't get a chance to cook last week. Look like it's on its last leg. I may just go ahead and boil it. And I, my intent was to go ahead and, and boil that uh, last week because I wasn't going to get a chance to do the creamed corn. And the creamed corn just seemed so heavy during the week, and I was trying to save it for the weekend. And then we got busy over the weekend. Um, we actually, like I said, got out, got into the city. Hadn't been, I literally hadn't been in the, into the city. I've been out and about in my neighborhood, 
but I literally hadn't been into, when I say into the city, I mean Atlanta, for those of you that are not here in Georgia, thanks so much for listening, wherever you are, um, but this is how to get out of bed, this is where, hold on, trying to open my phone, 10 minutes into this, this is Yolanda, Dryer Buzz, and this is how I get out of bed, it's a podcast, uh, amongst the many, con- uh, content avenues um, where I have some creations, but this one was, you know, I had some days where I just couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't figure out like, how did I used to do this? I got to a point where everything, I got to a time in life where everything was used to, you know, and I'm like, man, that can't be my story. You know, people are coming up to me, not, well, they were actually, uh, didn't you used to, and aren't you da, 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, how how on earth did I do that, you know, and sharing with me so many memories, and, and, you know, one of the things I do when I check my social media, and you get these memories on all these different platforms now, uh, Facebook, notoriously, but even your phone, I don't know about your phone, but my phone, our phones, on on Apple and iPhone, and I think, I think Google does the thing, I don't know who all does it, but everything wants to kind of remind you, and I'm like, man, and I got to a point in, in life, where I was trying to remember, like, man, how did I do all those things? And what I found out is just that I was driven by, you know, the fuel that, what what fueled me doing all of that is I needed to, I had to. Uh, one, you know, yeah, I had a, I had a dream and I was building, you know, a destin- an online destination and spent 20 years uh, doing that. And then I got tired of that. I'm like, I didn't get... Yeah, I got tired of it. I'm like, you know, this takes a lot. It it did. It took a lot mentally. Um, because one thing about life, when when you hear me say coming back center, life is is really you. There are a lot of extreme situations out there. There's a lot of extreme people, and I just got tired of the extremes. I'm like, damn, where where's the where are the center people? Where are the unbothered? And what I was doing all of my life was so that I can get to a point where I could just be unbothered. And I and I and I had a couple of people, I had a list like everybody else. Like I want to be like these these people. I want to be just unbothered. Well, a lot of those people are kind of in the one percent. But then the when the one percenters, you know, like started like competing, like like I, I was creating an online destination, which meant I wanted to be adjacent to a newspaper outlet, a magazine kind of thing, right? But then I, I started realizing, wait, they're having a real hard time. Around about the time that I started, magazines were going broke. Um, we were in a, a, a Clinton economy. That ain't a good thing. Um, and businesses and, and so forth were suffering. You know, the economy was, was, going, it was going bad. And uh, so I was in the process of a startup. Like here, you know, I convinced my family, hey, do this with me, and then it's like, but wait, everybody is already doing it. It's going to be, that's okay, we're going to do it differently. So I got a chance to kind of pioneer a new way of doing things, uh, and, and and I've had an amazing 20-year doing that, but it was a lot of extremes. It was a lot of, I met some amazing people, but in their um, in their amazeballs, amazeness, and what made them amazing is how they dealt with all of these extremes and overcame and survived. And some of them didn't survive those extremes. Some of them always had these stories of losing family and friends and, or losing it all and, and sacrificing this, that, and the other. And uh, I got a chance to take a lot from that. I'm like, okay, I want, I'll do it. This, I want to do that, but I'm going to do it differently where I don't have to sacrifice my relationships with my family. I'm going to do it so I don't have to quit my job. I'm going to do it so that I don't have to have that loss. But then, you know, I came to understand, I went all that time trying to figure out not to have that story where one day I wake up and I have to say I lost everything. But then I realized it's not the losing of a thing that's the, that kills you, that takes all it's trying to hold on to something that's ready to exit, okay? Something that needs to go. It's in the holding on tightly, you know? Um, like, I don't want, I didn't want to, I, I just didn't want that 
and I, I do this exercise to remind myself how carefree I want to be. And it, and I basically just make this tight fist. And you know, when you make a tight fist, your body becomes very rich. Your jaw starts to clench. Your mind, you know, starts to hurt. Your internals just go through all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't ever want that sensation again. And so I realized that losing something, there's, it could be looked at a different way. And I'm, I'm thankful for my aunt one day. I, I was going through one of those. I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. And my aunt was like, get a new story. Oh, I lost this and lost that. And this didn't happen. I didn't get to do it. My aunt was like, get another story. Tell that, tell that a different way. And, and, you know, and my aunt used a whole lot of other words to say that. But I got the message. And I'm like, you know, and I remember driving home from her house one day. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not only going to get myself another story or tell my story another way. I'm going to tell everybody's story because I'm a storyteller. I'm going to tell all stories. Uh, every story I tell, I'm going to tell it from a different side. I'm going to tell it from the other side. I'm going to tell it from a, uh, the other vantage point, right? I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip it to the other side. And that is when, that's a moment when I started to see things a whole lot clearer. I could come on here and I guess this podcast would be a whole lot more popular if I came on here and I told it from that vantage point that everybody loves, you know, the hateful side, the mean side, the, 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 oh, woe is me side. You know, if I came on here every day and talked about just even some of the things that I have been through, we tribe up quickly. Because there are a lot of people that want to stay there. I just never wanted to stay there. I One thing you've never really heard me say is I was a single mom. I could have rode that, carried that banner, did it in the whole mommy blogging thing and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, no. Because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to parent my children alone. I'm like, hey, I'm single. That's my flaw. That's the whole life thing I got going on. But guess what? Let me not. Let that dysfunction go on any further than that. Let me put that, let me contain that part and put that where I need to put that and and deal with it and try to find some atonement for some choices and decisions that I made that really probably just made cause a whole dull destiny thing, you know? Um, But let me do something else. Again, let me not hold on to that. Let me not, I don't need to stamp, I don't need to tattoo it, I don't need to... Put it in a bag, carry that bag around and say, hey, listen, that's that situation. But here's how we look at it from the other side. So I created an amazing village for the, all those shortcomings I had in the relationship departments. Like, because kids came, got to raise kids. Hey, let's do it this way. You know, we don't have to like each other, but we seem to have these priorities in, in common. Let's do that. Created a, an extended village. Okay. Here's our shortcomings, but Lord knows these kids got to come out normal and healthy and cause they got to be adults one day. All those things that we don't, we don't like about what went on in our childhood and us being adults. Let's fill those voids early on. You know me, I'm going to do it sooner. Okay. So I created an awesome village. I went to, I literally went to have discussion with my parents uh, any friendships that I established. Hey, listen, priority number one over here is the kids. Uh, relationships that I established slightly, somewhat over the years. Okay, here's how this works. Explaining that. Because you got to let people don't know how to build expectations. You got to help people build their expectations. Otherwise, they come to you with some stuff. you like, no, that ain't how we flow. We don't flow like that. So guess what? Okay. This priority, guess what? This is going to take, I'm going to do this for another five years. I'll catch up with you later. Right? Got seven more years, 12, 10, whatever, 20. Hey, because this is what I'm, I'm, I'm all about the priorities. Because what I understood was when I didn't pay attention to the priorities, things happened. Talk about lost it all. My lost it all story was, you know, I'm like, I've, I've lost it all a time or two. I'm like, okay, I never want to do that again. Um, so I, I pretty much never acquired something I didn't mind if it was to go away. I'm like, Hey, I can lose that. I can stand to let that go, not lose it. I can let that go. And, and that's where I get to. I try not to get to a point where something could potentially be a loss, right? I, anything that leaves my presence, I want to be in control of letting it go. I want to, I want that to be a decision 
that I can look back on and say I did that at the right time, not that I regret. Now, there are going to be some things that, that some things that un, beyond your control and, and recognize that because then you don't have to really own like, whoa, that was beyond my control. By the time that situation got to me, because a lot of times people would put something in your lap or, or it, you'll come across things where the sense of urgency is only applied at you or at us or me or we, right? And, and you're trying to put out that fire, like, you know, people call the fire department like, damn, y'all should have called 30 minutes ago when we were trying to put it out. That's normally what they hear, Right. People don't call when there's a little smoke, right? There's a, there's a full-on blaze across the street. Like, y'all couldn't call 30 minutes ago? You know, that's, it's a thing. It's like, how about, how about we not fry the turkey on the freaking patio? You got a whole acreage back there, okay? Why, did, why are we doing it back there? I'd rather you, if it's electric, I think those things are electric, like, Go get some extra cords. You know, I don't even deal with anybody. I don't even be around. I don't care if you've been frying turkeys all your life. I ain't never been around a person frying a turkey. I ain't trying to see that. I'm just not. It's enough video. It's enough videos. And I know enough firemen uh, <laughs> not to want to, not to need to experience that personally. Like that. Like especially right in the down in the downsized life that I have. It's like it's there's no longer some acreage behind my house. I ain't trying to fry. I ain't trying to find no turkey. And I hope none of my neighbors are trying to find. I have my my uh my co-host partner uh on my other on the other podcast we do Wednesdays, Leading Women. She said, she t- I asked her, we check in because we're accountability partners at the same time because we both have care- been in caregiving, caregiving and so forth. And uh I we did the check-in, like, hold up, because you know, we only we only um we were podcasting two, three times a week now. We're just doing one. And uh, so in between, we, had, we hadn't had a chance to get, to get together and talk or whatnot. I said, checking on you. She's like, girl, we had a scare at 2.30 in the morning. Her neighbors, she heard the neighbors' um, fire alarms going off. And all of a sudden, you know, here comes the fire truck. Like, they're listening. Like, she's she putting it out. What's going on? Why is it still going? And they were trying to, you know, assess the situation. And here comes the fire truck. Well, that could be a dire situation because, again, she's, she's still in the caregiver mode. She's taking somebody. They have to have a full-on procedure uh, in, in case of emergencies like this. And others have to be involved in that process in order to assist her. So that's what she had dealt with all night. And that's the thing about it is, like, that person sitting over at the red light with you right now, if you listen to this on the, in a vehicle or if you check trying to get these little 30 minutes in before you start your day because you like me trying to figure out how to get out of bed and we start to encounter these people there's a whole lot that just went on with them in the last 24 hours and if you really don't want to know don't want to take it on don't say to them how you doing (laughs) because people we have got to learn how to listen in that moment and we don't we because we expect people to say i'm good and go on i was watching i was watching a uh a movie the other tried yesterday I was trying to binge on the Christmas movie y'all some cr- crazy Christmas movies out there and I'm not watching them one you take where well, they person got to get to the edge before they experience the miracle and so dude went to the doctor and the doctor was like how are you now he mentioned that he couldn't go to the bathroom and he just gonna glaze on by you know and she's like doctor's like wait go back to this go back to this go back to that and she kept trying to get him to go back to it. He was with that I'm fine thing. Y'all look, stop going there telling these doctors y'all are fine. Because it's not. It's like, no, doc, what are you supposed to be doing up in here? I'm just saying because I had to go through that with the, with the medical system, right? Never tell a doctor you're fine. No, you tell me. Am I fine? And make that a question. Because you tell them you're fine, honey, they get their money and go on about their business. They get their money and they go on about their business. No, that should be a question. Am I fine? What test did you run? Because you ain't, you ain't even come within five feet of me. You're barely in the door. And I've been sitting in here two, three hours waiting for you. And I see on this paper that I'm printed out, I ain't got but five minutes so that you can go on and build somebody else. Am I fine? Let that be a question. Okay, anyway. So, because you don't want to have to let go. You don't want to get to the point where you got to make the decision. You just got to let go. I'm just saying. So, 
how to get out of bed with all of this, y'all. Um, since I was watching, I was watching Christmas. I don't know where to get back on track with this story because anytime I go down that wormhole, uh, I'm, I'm gonna. It's a wound. It's a very, very deep wound, and that was part of the reasons why I couldn't remember how to get out of bed. It's not only that I could couldn't get out of bed. It's like I couldn't remember how to get out of bed. It's like how on earth. Did I have days that went to well, I started early in the morning and went to well after midnight and I enjoyed it all. How on earth did I have days where I didn't mind having a freaking, well, I always mind having a freaking 45 minute commute, but it wasn't, it wasn't a permanent thing. In my mind, it was always temporary. It was always, it was, this is the destination right now. And I, I enjoyed it because I did it for like seven years and I had never done that before. I'd never been on anybody's job that long. I had a job for some people like, wait, you work. Some people are doing third. Some people on still on their first job they ever had. That ain't me. And it probably is because the the one thing that I did, the long, I did one 20 years. I did Dryer Bus, DryerBus.com, building that destination, learning everything about having a successful online destination, pioneer, help to pioneer the industry that is online destinations to this day, had a social network. Had a podcast, um, was one of the first um, internet radio, did all of that. And I was like, man, how did I do? I had a whole life before I got dressed to go to work, all of, known all around the world. And then I would log off all of that amazing technology, drive 45 minutes to a company where I had to use web applications. And, and, and that was really one of the first companies where we did use the internet. Everybody else was trying to bar you from being on the internet. I'm like, man, I'm on the internet all day, all night, every waking minute. And I had to go to these jobs that I hated because they just, they, they, they just went thriving. And I just really wanted my days to thrive. So in that, I had to be there because they had this thing called bills and kids. Uh, I would go do those eight hours, you know, and I wasn't an overtime working person. I wasn't, it's like, honey, I would look at my, ch- I got, I got two hours PTO. I got, wait, I got a whole day. Give me that day. I would take every minute of it. And I would go and live this amazing, wonderful life. Uh, I would always ask for extended lunch hours. I'm like, Hey, I, I don't have a set time that I have to be here or be home. Um, uh, can we flip these eight hours? Can I just do these eight hours? You know, what y'all are experiencing today is flexible pioneer. I pioneered that. I literally pioneered. I was in a room when they came up with the idea of flexibility, flexible work weeks, work-life balance. I was in the room. I literally was in the room at that table. Um, here's how this works. Building and creating this whole the gig economy and all that kind of stuff. I was at the table of that. So wherever I were, the one job, I said, okay, I, I think, I, you know, the kids are, kids are getting a little older. I'm going to have to work. There were two jobs I had that I literally, like, had to work. I, I always... Don't, don't ever get it twisted. I, ain't, I always had, I always try not to work. Right. And because I always like, I could get this money somewhere else and I could be happy with it. Right. Um, two jobs. Well, actually probably three that I really liked, but I was, I'm an overachiever and overachievers don't do well on jobs. Right. Um, uh, and I learned that and I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop achieving on these jobs and go do that somewhere else. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them or meet their expectations. I'm going to exceed the expectation a little bit because that's who I am. But I'm going to meet the expectation on the job. And raising the kids, I had to have a job because that's how, that's how your household is comfortable when you have a job, right? They don't, they don't, they don't like the risky entrepreneurs. But, I'm, but I was always a risky entrepreneur. And I say risky because we take risks, right? So I had to commute. I went to the jobs. But I would always try to change up, you know, I would always make them feel like I was interviewing them instead of them interviewing me. Like you need me, right? You solicited for somebody with these amazing skills. I'm about to bring it to you. And I would go in with that kind of attitude. And I approach everything in that way. Cause my aunt said, flip it, right? I always flip it. <laughs> and I would always flip it at 29 into this. And if you got to be in somewhere in 30, there's your 30, but you know, I'm going to give you 15 minutes of story time. So I would always flip it. You know, they would say it's a nine to five. I said, well, you know, productivity shows us that nine to five doesn't really work. Why don't we try a new, starting at new? Okay. Um, pro, you know, cause I was a product, I was a productivity specialist. I, I, 
trained to find the most productive routes and everything. I I convinced one job that I had not to have an hour lunch, but to have a two-hour lunch. In fact, I said, in this particular job, in this particular position, and what is supported in this position, because what I went to them was, here's how, because it required some overtime, but here's how to get away, here's how to get out of the overtime, because I don't like doing it. You know, I lived in a city that came to life in the evening. I'm like, and I was a blogger. I'm like, you know, I didn't tell them that. I'm like, productivity shows my reports, because I, I did the reports. I would come to you with a spreadsheet that a Rocky world, okay? I went to them with a spreadsheet. Was, Look at this overtime. You would best benefit if this, if this position, my position. I don't know about these other folks. One thing I never would do is go in there and talk about we. Okay, here's how it will work best for you and I if we split this, because these four productive hours here, unproductive hours in the middle of the day, while everybody's going to lunch and this, that and the other, you know, there's a lot of inaccuracies with people trying to rush out for lunch. Then they're coming back and they're correcting things. And so we end up having to stay an extra two to three hours in the evening based on just fixing some errors. So why don't we split this? I ended up getting a split shift. I come in in the morning. I go have my afternoon to go run about all over the city, enjoying life, taking care of the kids. That was priority. Cause that's what I saw tomorrow. You know, I said, then I would never, if I had a split shift, I would never, I wouldn't have to work overtime. I wouldn't have to call out if I needed to go just, I wouldn't have to use up all my time, you know, it would be, we would develop some consistency, which would increase productivity. I'd go in there with that kind of conversation. And the spreadsheet would be like, bam, she ain't nothing but right, okay? And so I ended up getting it. And then when I got tired of that place, because it was, you know, drama going on, um, and I'm a, I'm a walk kind of person. Like, no, this can't be my stressor. Life is too good. Can't have no stressors. And I ended up going somewhere else, and I found, and I showed them, hey, listen, Here's what I did over here. They're like, we want that over. We, we definitely want that over here, right? Um, because people don't track things, y'all. And we got a battery one, so we're going to gotta You got to track. Yesterday, I pulled out this notebook. I told y'all, I said, y'all, I had this notebook. I had this notebook sitting here staring at me. It's been sitting here staring at me for three years. And I'm like, I got to revisit it. I knew I had to revisit it. And I opened it yesterday, and we talked about it. I go listen to yesterday's episode. We talked about foundational fear. Today I'm bringing it back to just getting an understanding. And all I've said on here is getting an understanding. One thing I wanted in, in, in interviewing people for 20 years, I'm like, how is it that they all they all have their have their stories of success, but they also have these stories of loss. I did not want the story of success. And the story of success is gonna come and the story of loss is gonna come. But whether or not you look at it as a loss or you look at it as a let go. I love that app and somebody bought them that let go app. I love that app. I finally, one day, I'm like, man, I need to get rid of this bed. And not today, let me tell you, I hit I got rid of that bed because now I've got to turn around and try to buy one. And then I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to buy it. I'm not trying to buy a bed. I'm not. I was going to try to turn the, my studio back into a bedroom. Um, and I'm like, nope, we decided we're going to just get us some real nice couch, okay? Because if we're, still, we're still that space. Still want to be that accommodating space if anybody needs I need them to think that they could come here, right? Any of my loved ones, okay? Or any anybody I want to extend that courtesy to. But I'm also, in, I want to be able to extend that courtesy, but also I've done that all my life. I was sitting there thinking yesterday, I was measuring some things about where I am and what I'm, what I'm doing. And I'm like, you know, something I said I would do 2020 was I was going to be a little quiet and just see, just see what's going on around me, see what's going on in the, in the established friendships, relationships, um, that I have, the engagement, the encounter, how I encounter people. I'm like, okay, and I'm going to, I'm going to take advantage of the opportunities this year instead of pouring into all these other people. I get, when I talk about those memories coming up, when I look at my memories, especially my Facebook memory, I'm like, I'm, I'm sharing all this. Like I, it's not even a lot about me. And I remember one day, I went to participate in one of those challenges. They like post this, that, and the other. I'm like, damn, the one story I really haven't told is my own. 
except for you know how to get out of bed. Um, and I do a lot. I've done a lot for a lot of people and everything that I do. And I, I encourage other people, like, you know, bring somebody along with you because all that I want to experience in life. And I'm like, I didn't want to go for it selfishly. I was like, let me help somebody else. But you know what? Then you get to that point. Well, who helps you? Who helps us? Who helps the giver? Well, the giver is always blessed. The giver is always rewarded. But and the success comes. And I was like, well, you know, 2020, I'm going to be a little selfish this year. All that I've written, all that I know, I'm going to apply it to me. I'm going to apply, apply it to what I'm doing. And so, and I don't want to have to... It, I don't want to have to let go stuff. Well, no, I'm going to let go. No, I say I'm going to let go. I don't want to. I, I came into this year and I was experiencing a loss of a friendship. And I'm like, wait, oh, wait a minute. That was from my vantage point. It was a friendship. It wasn't a friendship because that's not how friendships work. There's no loss in friendship. So I had to practice letting go because I don't want to. There are certain, there's so many things in life that we are going to lose. And that's heavy enough that we can't choose to lose. You can't choose to use the word lost on things that are, that are beyond our control. And so identifying things that are beyond my control helps me get out of bed. And you know, those things because you think about them often, you remember them because they were largely a part of your life. It doesn't mean that they are largely a part of anybody else. That thing that you're probably thinking about that you are reminiscing on again and again, that feels like depression because you're looking at it as a loss. But if you look at it as a let go, like when I said, when I placed that bed on let go, there were so many people, I can't tell you the throngs of people that said they needed it. And how many were trying to get over here to get it? One came the minute I posted. I don't want the whole bed, but I saw this in the picture. Can I have that? Can I please just buy that? She came. She's like, I'll take it all away because I know you're trying to get rid of all of it. But I'm going to you know, probably end up discarding it. Can I just buy? She just wanted the frame. And I'm like, and I had two. And, uh, and she negotiated. She's like, can I have both of them? And I'm like, well, I really need to get rid of all of it. And I don't know if somebody who wants, you know, wants the mattress is not going to want the frame. Not gonna, you know, and then I'm like, okay, this is too much. Okay, lady, take those things. Yeah. And, uh, and then somebody else was like, well, I just need the, the mattress. Can I please just have that, this, that, and the other. And over the course of two, three days, I think over the course of three days, I think I put it on a, I listed it like on a Thursday People, um, somebody came immediately to get the frames uh, and decided, I don't want to just have it. Can I give you something? Because apparently she was a, a reseller, pulled out of water money. Uh, she had her truck, and that's what she's doing, going around getting things that people are letting go. And uh, and she was gone, like in and out, got it and gone. And then I had messages, inbox, all day long. Is it still available? Still available? That's how it works, y'all. And people were like, I'm, I'm trying to get somebody with the come and get it, you know, get it for me. And I realized I'm like, okay, the system to this is don't keep talking to these people that are like on the other side of town. And you know, did, so, who, who really is going to pick this up is somebody down the street. Somebody, cause that, that's what she said. I'm literally around the corner. I'm coming right now. Da, da, da. The other person that ended up getting it was literally down the street. That's a, that, that's a method. You know, don't be talking to, if you're going to use those apps, you know, don't even be dealing with people that's like, they got, they got this issue, that issue. You want, you want to help, help them out. Cause you sense the need, but you can't be taking all that on. It's like, listen, I, and I had to get firm, like check back with me, check back with me. Check. I'm, I, I need this to go first come first serve. Got to go. Right. I wasn't selling it. I was giving it away. And, um, because I wanted to turn it into a studio. And, and I even, I told my daughter, I said, man, I keep saying, I hate I got rid of that bed, but had I not got rid of the bed, because it was in the way, because I was in there trying to work around the bed, right? I had, a, I had one little corner, and I'm like, no, I need to evolve this room so that I can see the bigger picture. 
And I didn't want to put that in my dining room because I, I spent a lot of time down the hall and I didn't want to be oh having this stuff in my side view, you know, all, all that stuff, even though it's nicely decorated and it can literally go in, in case of an emergency, it will go to the dining room. But I'm like, I needed to see, you know, the whole seeing is believing. I needed to bring this vision on forward so that I can know what's possible. I needed to know that this is that this is possible and uh and one we can get this room to pay for itself, right? And so uh and that's what happened over and I think it's been it's probably it was nice and warm. So that might have been September, maybe August. It might have been August or September. Um that I want to say at the latest September. Because I, I think I, I told last month I bought I bought the table, so I brought in some more shelving, and then I got the finally got I looked for the table, looked for a table, finally got a table. And I think I'm, I keep saying I want to get another one. I do want to get another one. I think I'm gonna go ahead and get that other table because then I want to create like a like a tea style workstation because I like I like because I have to go from that table to the desk and the, to the other table. Which is lower, and I like the height of it. I like this. I don't. I don't like. I don't necessarily like standing, but I do stand and work a lot. I do like standing, uh, and I have to sit down sometimes. But I like the control that I have being at that height of of working on this stuff. So, but I needed to see it in order to see where this is going. You know, you sometimes you gotta draft it out. You gotta lay it out. You gotta lay it out and see. Uh, so I'm glad I did evolve that room. I'm glad I let go the bed. I'm glad I let go because walking by, walking past the empty room, this is what I was letting go. It wasn't that I was letting go the bed. I was letting go the fact that the children are grown. I was letting go the fact that I had this empty room and nobody wanted to stay in it, you know. Um, and then it's so funny because my son, uh, right after I let go the bed, my son uh, came home, but then he he was coming home with a plan. Not not he wasn't coming home with a plan to be at his mom's place. Uh, anyway, he was going to do his own place. But luckily, I'm glad that he and his his uh, one of his siblings, his sister, that they are uh, they they he's staying with her. And I'm glad he's not jumping out there because now he gets to take his time and make a decision as to whether or not he wants to hang out here in Georgia or, you know, really, really think about the next steps. That's one of the things about letting go or, or, or planning. I always wanted my children to have enough time to think about what it is they want to do. I wasn't that you got to do this. You got to do that. Hey, listen, how did, how does it feel? Because we talked about, uh, yesterday, on this fear thing, fear harboring. When I was reading, open this book, this exercise, um, how does it make you feel immediately? That's what my hand hurts so bad, y'all. Every little thing I touch, I got to get this tea out my system because I know what that is. Whatever that sweetener, I don't know if they use sugar or what, but I remember that pain in my hand, and I'm like, and it's nothing but that, and it's it's pro, it, it's usually it's in the hand. But it's not the nerve necessarily. And it's a nerve and it's somewhere else, either in my back because of maybe the weight point I'm at now or this, that, and the other. Got to gotta fix it because I just reached over to lift my glasses and my hand hurt. I'm like, okay. So um, that's what I get for drinking that sweet tea. But anyway, um, so I got to get that out of my system. So I love, take your time. When you're thinking about how to get out of bed. I said this to somebody yesterday because I said it to myself and it resonated with me all yesterday. It's the thoughts. If you are at a point where you can't go on to the next choice or the next chance, the next opportunity, the next thing that you have to do, it's the, it's your thoughts. It's just your thoughts and you can change your thoughts. You can change the vantage point. I didn't lose the, the bed or it was like, I let it go. I let it go and there are umpteen alternatives for it. And when I think about the minute I let it go, the revenue for the room doubled, if not tripled 
Okay. Uh, I was, I was then able to create visibly what that, what it is I'm doing. And so now more and more people have an understanding of what it is that I'm doing. I was able then to create some of the best TikToks. Okay. Couldn't create the great, greatest TikToks. Like how am I going to create a TikTok with a bed in the background? No, I was able to create a really great TikTok corner, social media wise, media wise, let's just say media wise, uh, the look and the feel and design of the room, I'm still working on the room and I'm going to go in there and work on it right now because one of the things I did last night as a soap maker, you wake up and it feels like Christmas every day. I have two brand new soaps, uh, one I evolved and the other one I've been trying to find just to bring back just a simple rose soap and uh, I have no ordinary rose. It's going, I'm going to go check on that. And I think I've got, I know I've got some tasks to do today. So I'm going to get ready to do that. 45, we went a little bit over 30 seconds over 45, but listen, is it a loss or did you really need to just let it go? Because if it's a loss, you probably will hold it on too tight. You're all, all rigid with it. You know, like you can hold on to it and, and you were forced to let it go. Even in being forced to let it go, the minute you hold your fist real tight, that sensation of opening your hands and relax, hold, clench. I need you to clench your fist, okay? And I want you to watch your hands turn red and your veins, your arms, your elbows coming on up to your shoulders, your neck, your jawline, okay? Going down your back, your knees, your ankles, you feel it, right? Then I want you to just release, and I want you to feel that release. Because a lot of times, things that we need to let go, especially when it comes to get, how to get out of bed. See that? After I let that go, that, you just, did you hear that deep breath just come? That was, that was something that just came. I didn't, I didn't intentionally do that. The one thing that we, we don't realize we're doing all day, we're breathing. That naturally came because my body needed it because I, I opened my fist. It was there to relax because guess what? When you're tight like that, you're not breathing. You're not breathing deeply enough. You're not, you're not getting the air all up and through everything. Uh, I'm going to go and find me some stretches. I really, really want to do some stretches. I feel like I've just been walking around just all cramped up. Because things we take out into our mind and our hearts are so not. I'm not trying to be that person on there. But I'm just saying from experience, I know that talking to a I know from my own experience and because I have, I have, um, I had to think about this last night, y'all. I was triggered by something last night and I have to, I have to oftentimes tell myself, wait, that didn't happen to you because I'm always, because I've heard all these stories. I've witnessed so, so many things. I have to remind myself that's not my story. That didn't happen to me. But even because I've taken it on as foresight, trying not to let it happen to me, you still, uh, I'm still guarded by some things. I'm still triggered by some things because I know it to be somebody's story. And I have to tell myself, but it's not yours. You know, you wrote about that. That didn't happen to you. You, you wrote about that. You can check on that person, make sure they're still good, just to see how things went for them. And then you go and you find out, oh, they're good. Letting that go was good for you. Oh, I'm going to make sure I never do it. You know, never have to get into that situation. I have to tell myself that a lot because there are a lot of things that I think happened to me and it didn't because your mind, your body, if you witness it, you feel like it's something that can happen. All this heartbreak out here is something that can happen. But the best thing you can do is learn from somebody else so that it doesn't become your story. So it doesn't become your reason for not getting out of bed. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to tell you this, unfortunately, as many times as we see things happen to other people, some of those things we just, we just don't get, we are not going to get until they happen to us. Now there's some, there's some if things out there and there's some when things out there. That if thing, that's some choices. Those are some choices that we can make. Those when things, those are things beyond our control. Don't let things beyond your control control you. That's what I said last night. That's how I shut down my day. Don't let things beyond your control control you. That didn't happen to you. Why is it controlling you? I had to tell myself that as I was, as I was shutting down shop late last night. That didn't happen to you. Why is it controlling you? That's beyond your control. There are things that are beyond our control. 
and it can consume us trying to control it when you can't, cannot. And even then those things beyond our control, all we lose all of that time before it by dealing with it day in and day out when it's not even necessary. Not even, it's not time for that. It's not time for that. And that's how I ended up getting out of bed. I'm like, oh, wait, that's 30 days from now? That ain't today. I got 30 days. That's 10 days. That's five. That's an hour from now. I got an hour. It's beyond. That's beyond your control. Don't let it control you. That's going to be the title. If it's beyond your control, don't let it control you. Enjoy your time while you have it. All right, y'all, 10 more minutes. This thing going to tell me it's going to shut down on us. So that means I got 10 minutes. I'm not even going to take it all. Thank you if you stayed longer than 30 because the story time was really good. Uh, if you came back, I don't care how you listen to this. And, and one of the reasons I recorded a lot because I know you like to listen to it off into the future. The thing about it is it's here when you need it. And if this wasn't the episode you needed, there are several more, including a full-on 90-day series where I actually journaled through the process of getting out of bed after coming through grief, after coming through letting go, after even coming through some things that were when I lost them. I talk about it all, all out in the open, out loud, unscripted as my first thoughts of the morning because I just simply wanted to get out of bed. I'm going to get out of bed. I'm throwing these covers back. I am going to run down the hall because I'm excited about seeing the soaps that I made yesterday. And uh, I'm also going to check on a few things all the way, all around. I might have some breakfast. I've been trying to get on some breakfast, y'all. But I know one thing. I'm going to definitely refill my cup of this cranberry, um, blackberry, ginger. I actually put some ginger in there as well. Cranberry, blackberry, ginger juice. question is, why aren't you drinking real fruit? You want the recipe. I put it in the shop. It's out there in the shop. Go to the, in the kitchen part. If you go to Shop Dryer Buzzle, you'll find everything that I allude to. Blogging for 20 years, the art, the links to go and follow that. You will find the uh, soaps that I talk about when I say I'm going ahead and have myself a real nice hot shower. I have a new soap that's ready. I can't wait to try it. I'm going I'm going to go, I, you know what, I can't remember, I'm trying to think, have I had used the Angelica lately? I think I'm going to try the Angelica. Now that I made Angelica a nice milk bath, I'm going to try the Angelica again. Um, and then you also hear me talk about these recipes, because I spent some time, years in, some extra years in the kitchen, a couple years over there in the kitchen. That's how I really got out of bed, going in that kitchen. Those recipes, all those recipes we did for the holidays, that cream, you want to make homemade cranberry, but everybody like canned cranberry. Well, we learned how to infuse the two. We learned how to make homemade fresh cranberry that look just like tastes better than tastes as good as because I was team canned cranberry. You couldn't get me to try the, the bougie cranberry sauce either, but I figured out how to make it just like canned. So got the recipe out. You know what? That's probably what I'm going to do this week. Finish uploading those recipes. But listen, you can go and find the channels. Everything is at dryerbuzz.com. If you're trying to find shop dryer buzz, in the kitchen with dryer buzz, dryer buzz soaps, dryer buzz the bookstore. All of that is at dryerbuzz.com. And if you want to go shop right now, go to shop dryerbuzz.com. And listen, tell a friend. If some you know somebody that's having some time, some difficulty trying to figure out how to get out of bed each and every day. Tell them there's a podcast out there called How to Get Out of Bed. It's about living daily in your daily living. All right, do me one more favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.